Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Tasmania Talks, talking tech with Trevor Long. And good morning to Mr Trevor Long. Trev, how are you? Mike, I'm very, very well. And I appreciate your time from EFTM.com. But I've got a couple of things to ask you about Facebook. We'll get to that in a minute. I actually gave this, you, you first want to talk about how the, your vaccination status can be incorporated into QR check-in apps. I actually, believe it or not, thought I'd give it a crack yesterday myself um, mm. to see how Tasmania is going. I noticed that um, the vaccination certificate from MyGov now has changed. A little bit less of the uh, your, your uh, information is supplied, a little yep. bit, but it's a little bit less, which is good. And AstraZeneca has been also labelled Vaxevria. That's actually got it next to it, so if you ever travel again. So it then said, look, do you want to share this with your check-in um, QR code app? And I said, mm. yeah, of course I do. So I'll press that, and it sent me straight to Victoria. That was the only app available. <laughs> and that's that's the thing right now where we're literally in the middle of a, a, a hive of innovation between governments. And look, um, I'm not going to get nasty on them here for, for taking too long on this. This pandemic is, is taking everyone by surprise in many, many ways. And I think the innovation we've had all the way through has been amazing and, and very fast. So for the states to now be working with the federal government is brilliant. I think so. Um, unfortunately, mm. just Victoria at the moment. New South Wales, I believe, will be next week. And I'm confident all the other states are doing the same because what we want here is a situation where if you're going to a venue locally or on the mainland wherever you are and they require not only that you check in but you are vaccinated you want to be able to just show that in one go now i can give you an example i um, where i am i went to a shop and they said i want to see both and i had to show them the qr check-in app and then i had to show them a vaccination certificate which is fine i know how to do all that but Integrating them together is going to be great, and Victoria has oh, proven, yeah. and New South Wales is about to, it's a tap of a couple of buttons. If you've got the Express Plus Medicare app and you've got a QR check-in app from your state, you'll be able to bring them together, and with one check-in, you'll show that you've checked in and that you're vaccinated. That's going to be a fantastic leap forward, hopefully not far off for all the states. I think it's a great idea. I decided because I couldn't get that far, I put the new certificate on my home home uh, on the uh, on the phone. So that yeah. You, yeah, it makes it easy if it's there, so people can see if I am. But I'm I'm looking forward to and when I it changes. I encourage everyone to do that now. Do that now ahead of this becoming a requirement. Do it ahead of the shops asking for it. Be, have it on your phone. There was a guy out in front of the shop, literally trying to set up the MyGov and the Medicare app there and then. It's not an easy thing to do. It's a bit of life admin, so do that now. Yeah, it is. It was a bit of fiddling. But it, it wasn't, can I just say, it wasn't that hard to do. Um, sure. Let's, let's talk about sitting down relaxing. After we've done that, you want to play a nice game. And Far Cry mm-hmm. 6, one you love a lot. Wow. It's uh, it's really quite uh, outstanding. I just thought I'd a bit of a quick look. And I'll, all I can say is, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> It's outrageous. Well, let me be clear from the outset. This is a violent game. This is, oh, you know, totally. A shoot 'em up, as they say. But um, oh. first-person shoot-'ems are very, very popular. Call of Duty, a whole range of different titles out there. These things are as big as movies. Let me be clear. The amount of money they make, the amount they invest, there's actually uh, Hollywood actors in these um, games. But the thing I love about Far Cry is if you're a gamer and you don't mind your PlayStation, your Xbox, and you like to you know, escape one evening and just play a bit of games... This game is, is next level because it's in a huge open world. They've created this island. Uh, it's meant to be in the Caribbean. And uh, you are a guerrilla uh, warfare warrior trying to, you know, bring back the, uh, the island for the, for the population. It's the current leader, you know. Um, <laughs> but you don't have to just follow a script. You don't have to do this and then that. You can just wander around. I wander the streets and then you find <laughs> someone who's been, you know, held hostage and you can free them. 
Um, there's a bunch of things you can do, and I, I like the freedom to just roam and play the game as I like. And so if you are a gamer, uh, I highly encourage you to have a look at Far Cry 6. It is next level in terms of where we've come with gaming. I love it. If you go to EFTM.com, there's more you can find out there. And also find out yeah. about Trev and his love of electric cars, um, the Kia Nero. You haven't had much yeah, of a I'm, chance to get out and about with it. Yeah, I've struggled to get out and about, but, uh, you know, this is this is an important thing. This car looks like every other Kia. I mean, it's a nice little hatchback. It does all the right things, but it's fully electric. And that, for me, is a big step forward for Kia, which is a big tick. But the problem is, Mike, it's very expensive. It's a $70,000 car. Oh. And the the hybrid equivalent, the exact same car in hybrid, is $42,000. So it's a huge premium to go fully electric still. And I think that's the challenge I put out to all the manufacturers is it's all well and good to say you're going electric, but I need you to think about prices, folks, because the average Joe is, you know, for $70,000, you can buy a Tesla. So I'm not sure why you'd buy a Kia. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. You can buy top of the range realistically if you had that money. Yeah. Crazy. That's right. Now, oh, let, let's sort of fun- buy too. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I had a look one the other day. Uh, Facebook plans to introduce um, some protections for young people. And I tend to, I, I always sort of put tongue in cheek when I read that, considering what Facebook's about. Uh, they're prompting teens uh, to take a break from using photo sharing app Instagram and they're going to nudge them. So they're calling it nudging now. <laughs> um, nudging. Uh, so if you're looking too much at something for your well-being, they can nudge you and they're going to spend a lot on it. But the reality is, you know, I... When Facebook's doing something that you, you tend to think, well, are they really? Yeah, and I think this is a challenge for Facebook. You know, they're in front of Senate committees in the US about yep. the way they handle data and the way they're handling handling child safety. Um, they had to, to kill the idea of their kids' app on Instagram because um, it just wasn't looking like they would get the support for it um, in what they were doing. But they know so much about what we're doing and how we're doing it and what we're seeing online that they actually have the power to be a little bit better at saying, you know what, maybe you should take a break. And that's essentially what they're saying. They're going to program in some features here so that um, if a you know a teen is looking at far too much uh, content, that, and I'm talking about things like body image for young girls, yeah. far too many images um, of, of you know, just all about fashion and that kind of stuff. They need to see more things. Maybe it'll push them towards taking a break. Sometimes you need that tap on the shoulder. You know you need to take a break, but you want a little tap on the shoulder to push you there. I, I love the idea that they're doing it, but I don't think it's going to have a huge impact because, unfortunately, what we need here is real people tapping each other on the shoulder. We need yeah. uh, girls talking to girls, boys talking to boys, uh, friends talking to friends, and parents talking to kids about what they're seeing, what they're looking at, and how much they're looking at online. That's the only way we're going to have an impact on you know that, um, that fatigue and that influence that uh, uh, social media has over kids. Can't agree with you more. I know that Nick Clegg's Facebook's vice president for global affairs. He said that uh, they've invested 13 billion US, 13 billion US. What's that? About 18 billion of ours over the past few years in keeping the platform safe, and that the company had 40,000 people working on user safety. And why is it you read all of that, and I still go, yep. Because, because you know those numbers don't mean anything unless we're seeing no. tangible outcomes, and unfortunately. You know, you can say you're spending that much money, but are those 40,000 people only working on that or are they just people who have had an impact on that? The problem is what they need is a dedicated team yeah. and it needs to be huge and it would never be financially viable. It's the same reason that YouTube doesn't have classifications like you get on TV because it would be not viable to literally yeah. watch every bit of content and put a classification on it. And that's why content on the internet is such a 
tough thing to trust. And can be so harmful. Trevor, always a pleasure, my friend, talking to you. Trevor Long, our tech expert, indeed, from EFTM.com. Do check it out, Trev. We'll talk next week. Look forward to it. Cheers, Mike. Talk to you then, mate. You got it. Thank you, indeed. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. 